0: The Dode Fox Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dode Fox Podcast. I'm Ronnie, he's Paul. I've been back at Tanadice. He's been spending small fortunes in the club shop. Back to winning ways on Saturday, which makes this podcast a lot easier, that's for sure. We just need the Ginger James Bond to be neither shaken nor stirred. You can join the conversation on our socials. We're at Dode Fox Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
1: Coming up on this week's episode, back on track. A slow mo superstar on DUTV pre match show. Stay at home, Scrandis Liga, Hamilton preview. Plate still spinning. Who am I? Podcast shop, The Rumour Mill, on this day with the Arab Archive. And the scorer of one of the best goals at Tannadice I've ever seen. Tommy Mackay is our special guest. It's all coming up on episode 65 of the
0: Dode Fox podcast.
1: Hi, I'm Johnny Russell, and you're listening to the Dode Fox podcast.
0: So welcome back to the Dodo Fox Podcast. That is episode sixty-five. After the last, let's count the last two weeks. The week before against like we can we can kind of let off. But the last couple of weeks of matches, know the best. Good to get back to winning ways. Uh, yesterday and uh, joining us today to look after. uh look back at the game and also speak about his tangerine journey. Tommy McKay, how are you? I'm very well, gentlemen. Thank you for having me on hi, uh, very high, very pleased to be here thank high, you high praise indeed for Paul there one of the best goals at Tannadice he's ever seen uh, do you want to do you want to talk us through it Tommy uh, I'm sure people have seen the clip but talk us through how that whole thing came about
2: yeah um, yeah I can't believe it. it went that that viral as it did but it was simply um, one of the partners one of the sponsors of United had run a, a competition on Twitter uh, retweet this, you know, to to have a chance to you know run from the halfway line, to score and and you win hospitality tickets. Um, retweeted it, found out I'd won, and sort of the day of, I thought, oh, I better, I better mention that I've got one leg in crutches before I turn up, and they shit themselves. Really, you <laughs> see, is this boy going to be able to do it? Sort of thing. Um, reassured them it would be all alright, and and to be honest with you, that's my only my only thought was i was just happy to be there like hey happy to be on tannadice and and don't fall you
3: know was
2: <laughs> something one like in crutches goes on a football pitch i know I, I i could i was what i was capable of but i just didn't want to essentially follow mars and confirm everyone's suspicions really um and yeah it was i think there was five us against five them fans um i took a mate of mine from work um and yeah, we first first attempt ran through on goal, and it was like he got within about eight ten yards the uh, the keeper, and he just sort of it's like he clicked that I only had one leg, and, cr- and he just sort of dropped his hands, and I thought, bugger you, I'm just, <laughs> just going to try and lift over, yeah, I'm going to make you look like the idiot, not me. Um, Who was the keeper?
1: Was it just the youth guy at the time?
2: It was uh, Brett Long, you know.
1: The, yeah, You yeah, see, he's, he's no longer he's at the club. Does you 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 cost him his career?
2: Well, I've said that a couple of times on Twitter, that is that why he's not quite fulfilled his potential? I think he's at Clyde or something the last I saw, but um, I think there was high hopes for him. But when you get lobbed by a man with one leg, there's there's, there's no really further you can fall.
1: Here, there um, was no shame in I'm getting lobbed that night. That was an absolute beat.
2: No, it was, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I mean... The second, you got two attempts, and certainly the second one, he charged at me like a, a raging bull, like, and <laughs> put, that, put that effort past the post. So there's no videos of that one. But um, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I got home. Like I said, my, my pal, I don't think Ross was too happy. He never scored, um, but I did. And then by the time I would watch the match, dropped him off home, got in a bed, and my phone just wouldn't stop going. I was like, wonder what it was. And it was, Obviously, Fame. people were taking videos from the from the the stands and things, and it just it spread like wildfire. It really did. It was it was mental. Who, who um, was it that
1: United were playing that night? Was it Dunfermline? Dunfermline yeah, right. It was
2: Dunfermline. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, tell yeah,
1: you why people went mental then because the first half of that game was utter garbage. <laughs> it was a non-event. It was called. It was just rubbish. It was keech to get a good Dundonian term, and then you showed up at halftime. Warmed everybody up with a world class piece of skill, and then I think we won that game. Then did we not? Was it one 2-0? Yeah,
2: we were, I think we won one nil. Yeah, yeah. I think they went down to ten then in the second half, and we. Yeah, I
1: think. Well, I thought th- you inspired them. That's what I like to believe.
0: Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember calling it like up in the stand and just thinking, "Wow, <laughs> you know that either he's a cheeky arsehole. Or, that's a bit of class." <laughs> and then I just went. That's both. That is both. But no, I thought it was great. And I, I quite liked all these when we used to do the the kind of halftime stuff. Cause you got wee surprises, wee moments like that. And that was I mean a tremendous I mean, let's be honest. If you slipped on your arse and it went in his hands, you know, you'd have still been a a good laugh and been a good sport about it. But that exactly, was unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. Absolutely unreal. Yeah. Um but goal of the month. <laughs> we did win goal of the month. And didn't it was it? goal of the month. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I thought you were look at that
0: that's brilliant eh? yeah. goal of the month Ladbrokes Championship Trophy brilliant
2: <laughs> yeah takes pride of place in the living room. got oh. a few but, who did um, you who
1: did you beat that month who was up in, in the running for that goal
2: um, ironically I beat Scott Fraser a United we actually beat an actual United player um, there was a Rangers boy a Hearts boy in an Aberdeen but I can't honestly remember but Easy. it was um. Yeah. It was. I think you ran away with it. Like you got. You got a phone call. I think about two. Di- they opened the votes, and after two days, it was clear it was going to be me. Um, <laughs> so it was a like, landslide. <laughs> you know. yeah. Oh yeah. I think it was about eighty odd percent or
0: something. that's that's class. No, it was amazing. Listen, we'll touch more on uh, how you got into following United than that as well. But let's get onto matters of current. Uh, bad couple of games we've had Tommy obviously beat 4-0 uh, two games in a row it was very evident from us last week we weren't uh, best pleased uh, but yesterday totally different team sheet come out Paul this is always how we kind of start these conversations more changes mm-hmm. were you trying to work out where players were playing as much as I was no I've gave up one
3: now
1: <laughs> uh, even even though the old man tries to drag me into that debate every time the team comes out he's, he'll offer up 17 different formations and I just I think the eyes rolling at the back of my head, and I'm like, "Well, we'll see. Well,
3: we'll see." That seems we'll to
2: be see. the that seems to be the first thing you think of as soon as you see you read the names mm-hmm. mentally. You're then trying to put them into a formation, and and you think, "Oh God, no."
1: Yeah, no. I mm-hmm. I I thought it would be three at the back with uh, with Robson Reynolds and Edwards, and I thought maybe Sporla and Bolton would be like the wing backs, but it was. It was Meriwab flat back floor, was four, was not? 2 Yeah, it was yeah. a flat back yeah, it was four. Yeah, like four, four, two.
0: yeah, yeah. I think the big thing is, that, you know, you know how it goes when we discuss the game, we go, we jump all over the place, but Luke Bolton, I mean, some people saying he was wasted right back, I agree he's not as effective, but he, he took the position on for the, the, the team, you know, mm-hmm. he played a, he played... I when thought it was on Logan well. He played a right back, yeah. so it was not an unusual position. You obviously have had Lewis Nielsen out there, who's not a natural. I'm not sure he's not a natural centre half yet, but well, moving. Kieran Freeman, of course, could have played, but I just think you got the extra bit of attacking when we did go forward when he could double up with uh, with Logan Chalmers as well. So it was certainly an interesting the way we we lined up, uh, and then when the the game started, it was important to put a mark on it. Do we have to discuss the first half? <laughs> well, I've,
1: I've got first... In my notes, I've got first half was a bit of a snore fest bar uh, our goal and Benji having a couple of good mm-hmm. saves. There, there wasn't much doing in that first half.
0: Yeah. What did you make of it, Tommy? No. Uh,
2: same, yeah. First 30, 35 minutes was was nothing really going on. Um, their man had a... You know, the free kick looked a lot closer um, on the replays than it did at the time. Um and I think it was Erwin popped up in the box and effectively just put it right in a Benji's hands. Probably yeah. could have done better with that. But
0: yeah, and then Well goal scorer to goal scorer. This,
2: yeah, How good it's, it's, was the goal? Oh, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Um if it was a Messi or a Rooney or a someone in a different league. We wouldn't stop hearing about it. It would be Sky Sports News would have been repeating it from half five Saturday to to now constantly. Um, Just shows you what a fit Lauren Shanklin can do, Mm -hmm. really. Um, I mean, I think last year we saw he can be isolated. He needs service um, and with Chalmers, Borla, Bolton and that, you've McMullen coming back from injury. You've got boys who can give him the service now um, and not have him isolated, but that we have a chance and pff, yeah, brilliant goal. He's a difference Absolutely. maker. He's a difference maker. He is. Yeah, he really is. Um, I think he's. I don't think he gets credit for how clever a player he is as well. You know, he, he really is clever. He's he's strong. Um, you know, people are always going to judge him on goals just because of the amount he scored. You know, and you know, people mock. On Twitter, how oh, has he scored a Premier League goal yet when he's been injured and all this mm-hmm. sort of stuff? And he's answered critics with with the goal he scored yesterday. And, and long may
0: it continue, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously last week myself and Paul had. Well, I kind of said our midfield three should be replaced. <laughs> one of them was because we changed uh, changed from formation Pollock, and stuff Paulett yeah. Paulett stepped out uh, but I have to say I thought Butcher and Harks uh, were much much better than they have been in, in, in the last couple of weeks and certainly in the second half yeah, yeah. I mean the first I, I don't know if the first half was maybe a case apart from the goal which gave us a huge lift maybe the first half was just a half to 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 get last week at our system Possibly. you know maybe needed it and then at half time you think if you go in at 0-0 great but we go in one nil up mm-hmm it's a case of right we're at home we're playing we're not playing great we're playing okay We've, they've created more chances than we have but we had a couple of chances you know Nicky Clark yeah. had the chance
3: Nicky Clark posed. should have scored yeah. and yeah. I'll tell
0: yeah. you what yeah. somebody said Nicky Clark was really quiet yesterday on Saturday see if that's Nicky Clark quiet and has three decent attempts I can't mm-hmm. wait for him mm-hmm. to find form you know exactly but again he was better than last week every player stepped up more than they did and yeah. um, but getting the first half out of the way was 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 going to be important. Let's talk about the team lineup and the way it went about it. Adrian Spurler comes in, to, gets a chance. Now, we'd said he'd be worth a chance. So he, he, Mickey Mellon must have kind of listened to us. No, he doesn't listen to us. But definitely didn't listen to him in the midfield. No. Logan Chalmers <laughs> plays on the right. And again, I'm. it's a mismatch match or whatever. But I have to say, Logan Chalmers are his best game of the season for us uh, yes, uh, on Saturday, playing on what we Kind of decide if it's his opposite side, but he looks so much more comfy on that
1: side. I I think he's uh, the epitome of a confidence player. You know, if he's if he's feeling it, if he's feeling up for it, and feeling that he's got the beaten eyes, man. You know, he he's he's full of wee tricks as well. He was very good yesterday. Uh, It's probably the best he's ever played for United's first team. Never mind, just this season Mm -hmm. he's not played that often.
3: Yeah, Uh, he was fantastic
1: yesterday. I thought, yeah, and uh, as for. Our Argentinian player. Uh, it was. It's hard not to root for him, you know, he's miles and miles away from home. The world's a strange place these days. Uh, and anytime he's came into the team, he's never looked bad. You know, he's always he's, he's always done a job, maybe debut aside because he, he got a bit of a torrid time in his very, very first game in Scotland. But that was against
2: against the Hearts, yeah. yeah hearts, yeah. Jamie
1: Walker. It was, was Jamie Walker, was it? Mm? He was a he's no yeah, bad when yeah, he's yeah, when he's no on the treatment table.
2: It certainly shows what he can give
1: when he's played further forward. Definitely, definitely. I, and
2: I certainly do think that his first thought is always to get forward. And yes. I know modern day backs you know, you, you want that, um, but I'd I'd rather see him play
3: mm-hmm.
2: on the wing. I mean, yeah. we've been screaming out for a left winger and if he can keep up the form, I don't think you need one really. If he between Chammers, Sporla, uh, Bolton, McMillan, I think that there, there's enough there. Um, especially with like we're saying Chammers can play on, on both sides. Bolton can play further back and further forward. Um Robson we've seen could play wing back as well as delivery is the season's been far better than it mm-hmm. ever has been. Um but I'm with you. What that, what that man said to do on the other side of the world, learn the language and, and learn Dundonian,
1: not just the language. The accent
2: <laughs> the Nubian as well, yeah. Um, during, you know, with the world the way it is just now, he always, like he said, so his first thought is always to go forward. He's got that South American sort of drive, you know, mm. um, which I like. Got a bit of a nastiness about him that he that he needs. Um, I I really like him, and, and I, I like like a lot of fans, happy that he got a start and. Um, yeah hopefully he
1: took his goal brilliantly uh, as well on his standard foot on the wrong exactly. foot as well, how, many, yeah. how many people when that ball falls to him on his good foot would have just lashed it first time uh,
2: and, just lashed it. and might, yeah, uh, yeah. might, uh, it might have
1: copied Loemba and cleared the bloody stand but he did not he took a touch <laughs> put it on his so called weaker foot and put it right in yeah. at the corner where the keeper had an no A chance yeah. mm-hmm. brilliant yeah, goal he did
0: so we, did really well half time 1-0 Obviously, I think if it stays nil, if it stays nil nil, I think it's a bigger conversation. But the goal gives you that boost. Second half, we come out. No changes. Didn't expect any. I think we've all called for it in other games. Oh, we need to change something and whatever. But the team come out in second half. You know, it was like watching two different teams. The second half alone, we could have scored four or five. You know, especially when the goal actually went in. There was a chance, a chance, and whatever. A couple of one talking point I need to mention, and I, I think I'll know the answer to it. How bad was the Boy Tate's challenge? Now I couldn't see it at the time, but I saw it uh, because it was uh, where I stand. The stairs are in the way, but I knew it was a bad one mm. when the red card come out. And I watched the back. You just can't do that.
1: <laughs> no, he, he didn't. didn't actually catch much of Logan. I don't think, but uh, it was just a sheer buffoonery, like to to do that in that area of the pitch. Right under the linesman's nose, he was never ever going to get away No, exactly. He was nowhere.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's that.
1: Never get away with that.
2: I get what you're saying. Nowadays in football, it's a red card, but I'm with you, Paul, in the sense of, you know, he he, he didn't really catch the player, but you kind of do it nowadays. You know, I'm very much a I grew up and if you took any of the ball it was a good challenge if you took the man and ball you know uh, it was also a good challenge <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah it just made no sense you know
3: it was Logan stupid. was going nowhere yeah, he was right
2: was on the byline like you see, he, he he was near about taking it The Lingsman with a challenge let alone Logan as well like okay yeah. and frustration I don't know what. well can
1: I can I just suggest that his manager is Jim Goodwin and that's possibly the way he teaches people
2: possibly to talk yeah. okay. that may well be one of the just first
0: things what about uh, Butcher's yellow card yeah.
2: I didn't think it was a yellow again he won a lot of the balls. so in modern football okay
1: yeah but again uh, uh, yeah I, I, similar to, in fact absolutely the same as you Tommy I, I, I don't like the fact that it is a yellow card but we all accept that that sort of challenge is a yellow card these did, days, yeah. yeah. Mm. And he should know he's a professional footballer, but he's obviously got it in his contract. He gets an extra fifty quid per yellow card or something because he's <laughs> be something he's
0: like fond that. of picking them up. <laughs> yeah. So we're obviously yeah. Well, it was, a, it was the fourth or fifth
2: game of the season <laughs> before he got booked. I know.
0: I, I know it was a shock the best thing was the derby when it took him to the 90th minute when he was kicking every in night. He it. But he made a mental yeah, of yeah. it should have been 90 seconds uh, exactly, isn't exactly. It? Yeah. smash <laughs> uh, but yeah second half you know a, a lot better a lot of attacking intent obviously a lot of good chances where a lot of the ball you know we were seeing crosses going in we we're getting the ball and we we're mixing up we go 2-0 up like we're, we're, we're speaking about which was was great and, and thoroughly deserved and then it wouldn't be United for uh, <laughs> uh, our own fault at times. Talk us through what the ginger James Bond was up to, Paul. I would love to. <laughs> I would love to. It was It was not just him. Like Obviously, he's the one
1: that you focus on because he made an at the very end of it. But I think Edwards has went for a header and he was nowhere. And then the ginger James Bond, he's got it under control. You just think, either pass it back to the keeper early or just smash it into Sandamon Street. And it's not even like he's trying to smash it because if he has, if he swung and missed it, then you could say, all right, he's just he's just no connected with it. But it's like he almost tried just to knock it to the side and maybe beat the boy for pace or something. Made an absolute error, so and you know the boys obviously took his chance and Benji's probably claimed Reynolds after the game as far as we know I get it. but uh, it was I got the clean sheet you yeah like, I'd, I'd personally no losing any sleep over it because we won the game yes it didn't have cost us anything and you, know, nobody will have to say to Reynolds you uh, made a nurse of that mate he, he, he knew straight away he and knew finally straight it, away it
0: was good to see uh, Benji as well you know in amongst it when crosses were getting yes. bombarded in because let's it's be honest so let's say it's a man they kept going as well. and going as well. and going and that was just the way to mention they I've got missiles for throw-ins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I was just
2: to say, it was like watching Stoke of old, wasn't it, with those throw-ins? Yeah. And it was a time when he first, you know, when he first came and he wasn't the first choice, and then he got into the team. And it was, you know, a man of his size should be able to to, to clear. I mean, you, you look at what Kamikaze Siebe Dijkstra used to do—come at the penalty spot and clear out his own players—and you think, oh, a man of that size should do the same thing. And he. he I, he never had that when he first got into the team we were in the first division and there was but now it's like he, he's, a, he's a different player you know I mean every keeper in the world I've always said is a good shot stopper because from a young age they've threw themselves a bit of a goal yeah. it's coming to collect crosses yeah, decis- decision
1: making and- Decisions. Yeah.
2: no one went to come and went to stay in that and that's the, the massive improvement that I've seen in Benji
0: I t- um, tell you what as well it, 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 there was a lot of good game management at times when he came to claim something and just stayed down I'll yeah, just hug on yeah. to this ball for a wee while because mm-hmm. we've been too nice I mean, Paul we've spoke about this for ages about being too nice at times but it was there was wee things yesterday like just sort of throwing, I don't know if it was really meant, but throwing another ball on the park when the keeper had already grabbed the ball mm-hmm. and, you know, keeping hold of a ball for as long till the ref basically says to you probably, throw it back or a booking yeah. you. A uh,
2: cu- we- couple of yellow cards for time-wasting and Aye, things so, like that. We've not done that. Yeah, we've not had that. No, we've, we've missed that for years. You know, we've, I always said, we've missed a horrible, a right horrible bastard mm-hmm. in our teams. You know, we've been too easy bullied for years, but then... Also, too naive for years. Maybe that's what held us back in the first division. A bit of naivety at times. Um, you know how many late goals did we lose in the last three, four years? Um, and to have that, just that awareness to you know, and, and like you say, it's game management. It's 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 ensuring the points stay at Tannadice, and that that that's all we want. You know. Um, I was watching the game yesterday with my father-in-law, and and he hates it when they you know, they take it into the corner and then it, then it put the ball in yep, the box. Me too, but I'm all behind, um, I'm behind it on yeah, Saturday. <laughs> yeah, you, you, know, you can understand it because um, if, if you put a cross into the box and the keeper collects it and throws it the full length yeah. of the pitch and the score, uh, you know, you're hundred percent, hundred percent. But to have that, it's something we didn't have, and it's just another another positive thing that the team has now that the players are aware of that and are, are able to execute it and it's just another thing that helps get us as many points as
0: possible mm-hmm. And what were you, What was your thoughts when it went to 2-1, how were you feeling when you uh, got that goal I back?
2: As a fan I think we all get that blind panic um, here we go again um, I think we've had a few times this season where there's been individual errors that's caused goals and you can't legislate for that but i suppose it's better than defending badly as a team which i don't think we really have you know at ibrox i think i get a bit naive and maybe the occasion got to a wee bit we didn't play well you know we picked that that day for our worst game of the season but i think in general we've been alright
1: plus rangers uh, are, the rangers are a good team like i know we didn't, rangers are a good team yeah, yeah we, we, did, we didn't give them much credit last week era. but yeah. they, 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 we got um, up against a good team
2: But, yeah, no, I mean, we we created enough chances that... And Sydney don't score a lot of goals. So when we scored two, I thought, that's it. And we kept creating chances at 2-1. Like any United supporter, you panic a wee bit and think, are we going to be the masters of our own demise again? There's still
0: 25 minutes to play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs)
2: We're like the club version of the Scottish national team. You know, like we we normally cause our own problems. um, But... No, they did well. Um, uh, like you say, missiles into the box and things like that and um, bar, bar like you say, Reynolds' mistake. Benji's had a couple of saves um, but I think we we more than deserve to win the game.
0: Mm-hmm. He'll always be the apple of your eye but uh, Ian Harks was a much different player was, after. He must have listened last week. I was just waiting on Tommy finishing
1: because I thought I want to mention harks uh, There was two things in the game that stick in my mind that Part of his hair. Uh oh, the first one was just leading up to Sporla's goal, where it was a long ball to him, and he took an unbelievably good first touch, got out his feet and then he made got a shot in the keeper saved it. Somebody else got a a shot in, I think, and then I went to Sporla and he he's done what he's done. And then later on, there was a wee bit of skill that he'd done in the GMS-like. In the it was That's exactly what, I, you know, I've only saw it once. I only saw it live at the time because they never really showed a replay of it. I wouldn't have mind seeing it again. But when it happened. Filthy. I thought GMS absolutely ruining Dave Mackay that day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember
1: <laughs> ending that. Ending a career. Yeah.
0: And um, seven minutes from time, substitution happens. The man we've been waiting for. Mm. gets a bit of a chance Declan Glass comes on and one of them that took the yellow card for wasting a bit of time and yeah. I applauded that decision yeah. but great to see him we look at the bench now and there will always be young guys that you're thinking I don't think any of the young boys yesterday haven't played Freeman, Apare, Nielsen, Glass Smith, at McMullen Powers and, and Dennis mm-hmm. that's probably the strongest substitute bench given they've all played in the first team mm-hmm you know, so in every one of them, you could have made an argument, could have come on in a certain position at some point. Uh, but yesterday, yeah. it was Peter Pollock come on, Logan Chalmers had, had done great, you know, and he come on for sort of nine minutes to use his professional experience. And then uh, Declan Glass comes on as well. And amazingly, both of them picked up yellow cards, Paula and Glass, yeah, on the park for a combined
1: you wonder, 17 minutes. You wonder if they got told before they went on, like, just indulge in some shite mm. house, are they?
2: Yeah. Just, yeah. just see it out just see it out that's all they had to do then the game we, we were already winning we didn't need to chase it you know we just had to see it out then um, don't do anything daft but I would like to see more of Glass
3: mm-hmm. um,
2: yes. you know you out of all the young boys that have had a chance this season you won you, you did start to wonder why he hadn't, given that you know he did so well at Mintrose last year. We brought him back in January. Cool. He did very well, um, and then he got that brutal face knock, um, yeah. and then COVID, you know, turned the world to shit. And and the new season starts, and and obviously he's very much in the plans. But we we all know that you know we've been screaming out for a, a boy who could see a pass. Um, and and certainly Declan's one that, that can, so in the weeks ahead, you know, people have been saying that the next three, four games are against the lesser teams in the league, and this will determine, you know, how we go, but they're also St. Man and Livingston, Hamilton, some of the hardest teams to break down, and you need a player that can find a pass and, and be in between the lines and things, so I would like to see more of them, um, but it's Good that he got the time out on the pitching. And like you say, there was no one on the bench yesterday that you thought they're just there to make up the numbers. They've made they chance of coming on. Mm-hmm. Or you wouldn't want them to come on, really. Yeah.
0: They all um, would have served a purpose of their own. They all served a
2: purpose. and um, Yeah, I mean, the laddie Nielsen is... He looks a player in the making. Uh, Freeman coming back to the player that Southampton signed all those years ago, before all those injuries, you can see what he brings. Um, The future looks bright for the young ones. It's just supplementing them with experience and and getting them the game time that they need in the right games and trust what the manager is doing so far anyway.
0: Yeah, and he was, uh, Denton Glass was, he was injured last week. We weren't aware of that at the time, but he was out injured. Talking of injuries, uh, Liam Smith, has obviously been out. He was he was on co-commentary, wasn't he? What was what was he saying? He was just as doer as a Pfeiffer <laughs> as You would expect, you know. Sorry, Pfeiffer. You know, I love you. He's um. Oh, he was all right. He's hoping to be back for next week. If not, yeah. I'll likely be the Friday night against yeah. Livingston. Fingers crossed. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, if he's back, I, I would put him straight in the team. Uh, even though I thought Bolton done a great job yesterday, like we mentioned that at the start. Uh, but I think that we're missing a trick by. Of negating what he gives to the team when he's, he's more involved going
2: forward, but uh, I think had you not went 2-0 up, I think what we were saying in my house was that he had the option of bringing on Freeman at right mm-hmm. back and putting Bolton further up the yes. park, and, and, and so he is more effective. I mean, going forward, he's, he's brilliant going forward the way mm-hmm. he, he uh, he just attacks and attacks and attacks, which yeah. is what you're wanting from your winger. You know what I mean? And his, his delivery is is brilliant. It mm-hmm. really is. Um, and so, like you say, he was wasted at right back, but then on the overlap, you had him and Chambers, which is, is good attacking, but... His
0: pace also uh, helps uh, defensively. You know, you see his pace, it yeah. does help. Yeah. It, it does It does takes there, pressure there, off there, you, there, you there, know, you get the ball and just run it.
2: Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, ball over the top, and he, 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 nine times out of ten, he's going to get it. Mm. So... And you forget how quick Connolly is, uh, not Connolly, Reynolds, sorry. He's, he's deceptively quick, actually. Mm. Um, but it's,
0: it's, it's always good having pace at the back. has been James Bond I mean, on the side, isn't it? He's, he must be the, he's, qu- he's possibly the quickest James Bond ever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can't think of him, he's top off coming out of the water. But anyway, um, man of the match, gentlemen. Murray, what, what are you thinking? Who, who who caught your attention for the ninety minutes yesterday? Uh,
1: I'll let Tommy go first, and then I'll oh, pick, uh, and then I, I then I'll piggyback had on had the back spoiler. of what he says. Yeah, I had spoiler as yeah, my man of
2: the
1: match.
0: Um, I think Chalmers got it. That's um, who I give it to. I give it to Logan Chalmers. I thought yeah. he was, you know, I thought he'd done really, really well. There's a, a there's a real player in there. Whether it's a project for the manager or whatever, but for he's given him chances. But yes, mm. uh, on Saturday he was level, playing out in the right no, as well. Really know,
2: it's like he's had a change of attitude. Um, I know his family, and they seem to have, have 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 said the same as well privately that you know he's he he just wants to be a footballer now. You know, as opposed to Instagram famous or whatever the you know the, the young ones are wanting these <laughs> days. You know, he's screwed in that. Covid's coming at a good time. He's put in the extra effort, and you know everybody did wonder when he went to Aberoth and didn't a play. W- was he a one that w- would never fulfil his potential?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and there's been a few that, at Tanadice that haven't, but the change in him has is, is night and day, and and he has had plenty. of He's one that's probably had more chances than any other youngster this this season so far. Um, and you saw there was a couple of times yesterday when he he could have slipped in spoiler, but he had the confidence to take a shot. You know, and, and and force the keeper and a save, and it's one of those that he gets a goal, and like you say, the confidence in him, he, he does seem a confidence player, and you, mm-hmm. you do think it will just um, the tricks will start coming, and 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 he and he'll, as soon as he realizes he's good enough to play in the Premier League, we'll yeah. we'll see the the talent that yeah. he's got, and once he fully it believes, it.
1: once he fully exactly. believes yeah. it, I'm still yeah. no, I'm still yeah. no overly certain of what I think his best position is whether it's coming off the right coming off the left or maybe just behind the striker or something because he, he's got he's got something there's no doubt about he's got something but uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm hopeful that Mickey Mellon will, will figure out where he's best suited in our team anyway
0: yeah it was quite nice what, what he's trickering cutting inside mm-hmm. and like you say Tommy he could have played in at times yeah and sometimes you will go he probably made the wrong decision but the more he plays yeah I think you will yeah. get into those that'll, what, that'll come but
2: also, just having the confidence to take it on himself, to take responsibility. I mean, I, I'm not the only one at Tanadice where in days gone by, you, you're screaming at boys to take a shot, trying to walk the ball into the net. And sometimes you do just need to put your foot through it. And to, again, it comes with confidence. So um, I was I was quite pleased, but I, it was a toss of the coin between them two. Like you said, Hart's never really done anything wrong. Butcher was the butcher of old but didn't really, it wasn't quite the butcher we needed at Irox. Um, I don't think really anybody played badly as a team. We did quite well. Benji again, a couple of good saves and deserved a clean sheet that the mistake unfortunately cost them. But yeah, we, to man all played well and it really could have been
0: Four or five. Mind right, the g- the James Bond caused the shutout record as well. Remember, so he's got, he's got previous. I'm sure he's got someone like Anthony for that. But, yeah, but Adrian Spall, got man the match from from you too, Tommy says, were you the same, Paul? It was just it was spot good on. to see him.
1: Yeah, driving
0: on. forward and getting plenty of the ball, and no means scared to take a boy on.
1: No, no, and uh, and there's there's times as well when he'll lose it. And his head never goes down. He'll just he'll keep chasing the boy back mm-hmm. until he inevitably wins it back. But I thought he just covered so much ground yesterday. Took his goal very well. Contributed to the team. Yeah, he was he was uh, my clear man of the match. Mm.
0: And Tommy, we've uh, we've got through all that without actually you know speaking about United, but not asking how you got started following United. What's your backstory?
2: Um, all my family supported United. Um, so. You were taken as soon as Mum trusted my dad to babysit her on Saturday. Really, or Dad didn't want to go for a pint before the match. He would take me. So, yeah, first memories are really in the old fair play. You know, when it was dug down into the ground and you were a bit level with the grass. Um, about four or five. Um, remember, I, I was too. I, I was born, but I was too young to remember the sort of UEFA Cup teams and and the like. Um, it's only old boys like I remember,
0: Paul remember that. And so the, yeah,
2: I remember I remember seeing Billy Thompson and things but like Alan Main was the first goalie I remember and I remember like uh, ooh, uh, Alan Main chant and all that sort of stuff. And, the greatest. Um, but I remember how rancid the, toilet, the brick toilets were and that old fair play and things like that but it was sort of you'd watch the first half and then the second half play football with a overall cup or something like that. Um, I remember a funny story my dad told me. We were playing St. Johnson and I was like, oh dad, who, who's the, who's in orange? That's United. Who's in blue? That's St. Johnson. Who's in yellow? Doesn't need to be in yellow. Just watch the bloody match. And it was the goalies <laughs> had yellow jerseys up. Um, so you were, you were going for when you were too young to really take it all in, but um first, first last in memory was the 91 Cup final. I'll, I'll oh. never forget that. It was, oh, disastrous. Yeah. Um, and then we had a season ticket. We'd go, like, we'd go every Saturday, every home game. Um, and then when the George Fox got built, um, I think that was the first season ticket I remember having sort of thing. But, like, Duncan Ferguson, Billy McKinley, Scott Crab, they were my Sort of heroes
3: mm-hmm.
2: growing up. Um, how much I remember even buying a buying an Everton top when Duncan Ferguson went there. I wouldn't buy a Rangers top. I wouldn't have put that on. My, <laughs> but, um, yeah, just 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 being in love with football. Like, hey, okay. and then um, I was nine when I lost my leg, and Jim McLean was he was unbelievable with me. Um, he used to take me in, took me into the club shop and like a trolley dash help yourself Supermarket to you Sweep literally yeah like you said help yourself what you wanted and I, I think I picked up a coat he's like oh no no you can't hear that you need to have this 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 and this and full strips every season Supermarket and,
0: Sweep with Jim McLean as Dale Winton that's, yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's an incredible a, that's, thought
2: that's an exclusive. <laughs> that's a reboot then, you know, <laughs> that's, but that's an explosive. yeah no just, just just loved everything about
0: United and football and um Best moment? Yeah, just, you got a best
2: moment so far? Um, Best moment, I remember the, the, the first Scottish Cup very well. Um, That was probably the first real massive moment. But at that point, you're, you're nine or ten. You know, you couldn't really enjoy it. The feeling of going 3-0 up against County. Just that, the smile, crying, it was the first time I've ever cried happy tears mm-hmm. at the football. Like eh, um was was something else. Um, there's been odd. Moment, you remember goals that I'll stick with you, McSweegans against Celtic when you loved the keeper and it took forever. Easton's against Celtic. Um, there's loads of wee moments like that, but I don't think you can beat the. The two cup finals. Mm-hmm. Especially when like that you remember the ninety one cup final so vividly, the bloody losing to Stenox Muir on penalties in the Challenge Cup final, getting holes three and a hand by Selig in the Coca-Cola Cup final. And thing you've, you've for all you know, the Eddie Thompson final where we were cheated, um all those lows made the highs better.
3: Yes. You know. Um
2: you see online our Celtic fans moan about going out of Europe or whatnot and you think you've won the last two trebles and on for a third and you think you've not had hardships like what we've had but it does make the highs better it really does yeah
1: um, 100% can we go back to Jim how did uh, how did Jim McLean become aware of uh, of your situation
2: I used to my father and I used to go to the away games on uh, the Benson's Arabs bus years ago and The boy that owned that, John, oh, I forget John's second name now, McMahon, I think, um, was a a friend of Jim's and they played golf at downfield and that together and had sort of said, you know, the the, the wee boy we know had had broken his leg and then had lost it and whatnot. Um, And my grandfather actually used to um, be pally with Wattie Smith when he played for United and knew Jim as well. So when he found out who my grandfather was, mm. he just took an interest. So he'd go round to his house maybe once a year um, in the ferry uh, just for a blether and asking how I was doing and and whatnot. And then you would get taken to when the shop used to be at the back of the well gate. Correct, and yeah, I remember that. He would kick, he'd kick you out when all the strips and um, coats for the winter and school bags and pencil cases. and and all brilliant. that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just, that was, that was it. And he always just kept a, kept his ear to ground. Always asked, how, always found a way of finding out how I was doing and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So That's, that's, that's great. Out.
1: That's a lovely story. you you done a, a lot of people without knowing Jim McLean all that well, you would never associate him with, like, keeping an eye on him. No, an, no, just he is. A, a wee, a wee unfortunate fan at that time, I suppose. That's brilliant.
2: Exactly, yeah. Yeah, you know, for, for all the, hard stories and, and 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 some of the some of the things you hear that he the way he treated his own players mm-hmm. um he did have that softer side and, and he would show it when he needed to um and but he, it would be on his terms and and he would choose who he showed it to and that was that was the only Jim McLean I ever knew really um and it's you know it's unfortunate that now he's with his illness and things we can't celebrate his achievements as much as we would like to, but can't wait for the can't wait for the statue and, and mm-hmm. things like that to to, to to be finished. And uh but a wonderful man. Um out with everything he did for the club I love. He he was just brilliant with me. Mm-hmm. Um and that's what I'll remember.
1: Yeah, no that's class. That's class. Uh, I've got I've got one question and uh, and then also an apology uh, that uh, that needs issued. That does happen. No, well, it doesn't happen uh, Well, doesn't it's going to hit happen. So my question would be uh, how do you find that clubs and united in particular uh, are with dealing with uh, disabled fans? I mean do, do they go over and above to try and help people out? And I, I know I know from personal experience Moira at the United shop is absolutely top notch. There's nothing, uh, nothing yeah. that she wouldn't do to help you and to assist you. Uh, but how do you find uh, with with United and also with the other clubs?
2: Uh, before Moira, it was it was it was poor. Um, if I'm honest, I think United used to have a system where it was about 20, 25 disabled fans would get a free season ticket and to help with everyone else really and. I was one of the ones that was to hell with, you know, you'd been on a waiting list for about 20 years or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then Moira got on board and changed it. There was like a liaison group that would have meetings about what the club could do. Um, But one of the the main changes they did was instead of having 20 fans who got a free season ticket, anyone with a disability got a reduced season ticket mm-hmm. and a carer if needs be. And what that did was that it gave the disabled supporters a voice in the boardroom because now they were bringing in an income into the club. So when the club was meeting the bare minimum of requirements by law in terms of toilets and, and what not, that's all they had to do. Whereas now they had a fan base that were bringing in X amount of money each year. So at a boardroom level, Moira was able to say, well, we need these things. Mm -hmm. It can be taken out of the money they bring into the club. Mm -hmm. So I think her, her uh, contribution to the club is, is massive. Um, most clubs are quite good. um, Ironically, Dundee and Rangers are probably the worst um, in terms of the. You know, you don't get reduction in prices. You don't get a reduction for carers um, and things. Like that. it is everyone else, so it's they'll do whatever they can for you. Yeah. Obviously, the likes our growth and things, their ground it, it, it prohibits the amount of people that can help because obviously. Wheelchairs and things, there's only so much room mm. and, and whatnot. But I think Rangers and Dundee are the only ones, to my knowledge, that that certainly don't roll out the red carpet to away fans anyway. Um, and there's no financial reductions or anything. The last, uh, last time I,
0: just I checked, for, just for you, do any kind of apology, where do you sit now, then, Tommy? Or, or I just said hyper- George Fox, hypothetically, but... where should you be sitting yeah, yeah. right now?
2: Uh, George Fox, lower me and my father in law have sat there for a wee while now. Mm. Um, because I don't need, like, a wheelchair space. They call it an ambulance yes. supporter. So um, I get my, my season ticket and my father's-in-law's, like, my carer. Um, so we just set George Fox lower. And you're not in I, – I I don't need the extra space, so it's, I would not want to take it from someone else. But obviously you've got the bit in the George Fox, um, the stand, and then – In the corner beside the shed and things they were trying to redevelop the old school corner Mm -hmm. next to the police box but I think there's something in the foundation, something underneath there that prevents them from digging down which is causing a problem but um, the new hospitality and things like that as well means that disabled supporters can access that now as well Um, so yeah the club club do what they can Mm -hmm. uh, and certainly do more than they need to even the the sort of tours, the uh, Tom Cairns and the like do are able to, to 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 cater to disabled fans and things like that now. So yeah, they they do they really do what they can.
0: Yeah, which is it's great to hear. Uh, how have you uh, how have you found the watching from home experience uh, for the moment? Frustrated? As it's, most people are. Yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah,
2: it's not the same, is it? It's Christ, we're no
0: fans or anything like that. It's easier it's, to turn it off last weekend, though. Eh?
2: It is, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's like it's like watching somebody play a game of FIFA, yeah,
0: you know, or something. You know, <laughs> you know, like
2: you're just it just doesn't seem right. I don't like the I don't like the crowd noise, the fake crowd noise and all that. I'd rather I'd rather hear the shouting and effing and jeffing at the players and Same. things like that. But mm-hmm. it's it's certainly better than nothing at all. But I just wanna be there. It's
1: just I just want to be there. Yeah. Did you watch the the DUTV the whole program yesterday? Because there was something needs mentioned here, <laughs> like the pre-show. No, you no, didn't I didn't watch no, oh, it. Ah, come know. on. Oh, that's well, pre- DUTV crashed. Well, well, let me enlighten you. Horny housewives <laughs> up, up and doing the country. Right. There was no horny housewives. There was a lot of people reaching for seek buckets apparently, but uh, there was a slow mo superhero <laughs> that was cutting about the old Jerry Kerr stand. And then the was watching the pre-match or. Like something of Baywatch or something to uh Ronnie Hasselhoff was cutting about yeah uh, It was me. It was. It uh, was. It was, was, was something else. We'll say that it was something. It, else It's
0: now available if if no one's seen it yet. It is available on demand on uh, TV. I would highly recommend yeah. if you want to hear me talking. I kinda nonsense.
1: I can't see many people demanding to see that again. EU TV
0: but- went down because. Horny housewives up and doing the country, and a few gents, that's fine. We're desperate to get a piece of this fine Scottish prime meat for a few minutes. I'm
1: delighted that you believe that. I really am. I'm ecstatic for
0: you. Andy spelt my name wrong, so that's fine. Move exactly. on. Right, your apology. Before we let Tommy
1: go. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I feel like it's incumbent upon us to say... That we are sorry for this so it was on the 18th of July you'll know it well Tommy you'll know it well Uh, and me and Big Andy Crichton were marching for Edinburgh all the way to Tanadice because we're halfwits and uh, you have heroes Heroes. well heroes halfwits is a fine line and you have kindly tweeted the Dode Fox podcast account to say do you guys need anything brought to the finish line and that's where it took about a sinister turn so some people will be aware that it wasn't me that was controlling the Doobbox podcast Twitter account that day, nor was it Ron. We entrusted uh, our good friend Shona, Shomak Shona McKinnon, to take care of these matters. And uh, her her response to you asking if we needed anything was new legs. <laughs> now I was I was blissfully unaware of this, but I kept getting <laughs> messages for people saying, w- "What tweeted that?" And I was like, "What tweeted what?" Because I'm not on Twitter. I'm basically struggling to stand up right here. Uh, but I think that you saw the funny side of it. I think, uh, I think yeah. I think you saw Shona at the Tayport side of the car park at the bridge or something. Yeah, yeah, we met at the car park. And uh, the next time I Most seen her after that, she, she she didn't have a she didn't have a black eye or a burst lip. So obviously, no, it, no, it went no, very Sean's well.
2: Shona's a good friend.
1: But,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anything, I'm probably the. Other, I'm. I'm sure I do have a, a a fake leg in the loft.
1: You did say that. You did say so that.
2: I probably would have been the only one to give you give you a, a new leg. I
0: <laughs> Is that not the same in well. you had to send to Morelos? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, same, same one. Yeah, You didn't need it in the end, thankfully. Um, it was funny. We'd on I think it was Monday or Tuesday. Um, my kids go to school with Andy Goldie, and he had sort of said, "Oh, we'd." we saw the tweet and found it very funny but obviously officially we kind of like it or anything, but <laughs> it was good it was good to see thanks very much for that one so that was
0: a yeah good, it was a good laugh i glad you didn't need it in the end <laughs> oh it was brilliant listen Tommy this has been uh, great speaking to you about you know your Tangine journey and obviously Hear a, a really nice story about Jim McLean which I know there's some out there mm-hmm. they'll just know it's easy yeah. to come by yeah, as what yeah. they are um, before we let you go prediction for the season where would you where would you like us to finish where do you think we're going to finish up
2: I would like us to to, to to be in the top six as probably sixth um, team the way it is without any additions probably eighth um, I would say um, anything that's not anything tenth and up is, is a bonus. Really, we need to consolidate being a Premier League team. You know, we've we've spoke for years that we need to be back we, where we belong. We've we've finally got the right to be there on on merit now uh, on what we did on the pitch, um, and we now just need to consolidate our position in the Premier League. So, any and above tenth, but with the current team-mates, but I would like to be, I would like to push for that top six, but I think we need one or two in the door before that'll happen. But like I said, I'll be there supporting the team no matter, no matter
0: what. So before we move on to uh previewing Hamilton, as always, the staple of watching United on the telly is the stay-at-home Scrandis Liga. Now, I've got to say thanks to uh, Lisa and Johnny who provided us with some chicken curry and chicken tikka pies for yesterday and today for the recording as well. Uh, Pack and Pez is what they'll be going under. Uh, They also run a meal prep business called Prep to Perfection. Uh, You can get details on Facebook and stuff for that, and they are moving to new premises and stuff, so we got a wee... uh, he basically wanted us to test it because he says, we we'll like Gorpers, and uh, he wanted us to try, so we got chicken tikka and chicken curry. There's only two of us, so we've got 18 of them. Correct. <laughs> oh, we're big lads.
1: We're big lads. And how many's left, though? Uh,
0: well, there's, there's none na- there's th- left. Exactly. But, so. uh, but there's a story behind why there's uh, none left. So... Talk us through your stay-at-home Scrandish League that you had And also what else was on offer mm-hmm. And then uh, then we'll get to scoring and all that kind of stuff
1: Yeah, well, due to the, the two-household rule uh, I headed off to Martin Gordon's house Big Martin, he's been on the podcast uh, a while back And uh, so I knew that I was coming armed with uh, a tray of pies And... Uh, I'm pretty sure that I told him I was going to be armed with a tray of pies but uh he obviously never got that message because when I went in it was like a buffet in his living room so there was crisps there was samosas pizzas there was uh, some sort of chili cheese bite things oh, it was mental there was there was too much like i'm amazed I'm, i've not put on 3 stone in the last 24 hours uh so that it was a good feed and then the pies themselves, we've just tried we've just tried them the now and Ronnie's we just finished them. Ronnie's smooth's on fire. He's he's but greeting her there. Tops half in it. Tika
0: was hot, like, I'll give you that. I never thought the tika would be as hot
1: as it was. <laughs> but it was it was spicier than the chicken curry pie. But they were both absolutely delicious. No doubts about it. I would definitely be going there to get some pies when they when
0: they get up and running mm. big time. And uh were you dishing them out yesterday Who else was trying them Who else was feeding Was Martin, Leo on them is... uh,
1: Leo had a curry pie Yeah he like He loves a curry pie He liked He enjoyed that He enjoyed that But do he, the tiki though he, He's not as greedy as his old man Nor his granda So he only had the one uh, But it was just bloody delicious uh, I'm, I'm going to give them both an 8 out of 10 Oh nice De- Definitely High scores Because it was uh, Standards were high ah, as, as was the spice I, uh, they better second there in though, eh? I, th- I honestly thought it was de- mere delicious the day, maybe because I hadn't ate a mountain of crisps and pizza <laughs> beforehand. I don't know, but uh, it was really good. But there was also a few people again got in touch. with were uh, and one that I've like caught my eye was podcast listener and and local copper uh, Richard Price. He had a giant empire biscuit from the co-op in Stoby, and he gave it a high score of eight out of ten. Also, uh, now. It's it's two digestives, a wee bit jam, wee bit icing on top, and a jelly top. It's it's that's what you mark in nursery. Ah,
0: that's like four out of ten.
1: Uh, that's what material. I'm thinking. I'm I'm thinking he's far too easily pleased. Yes. Uh, plus he bought any of t-shirts. Of course he is. Of course he is. Yes. Uh, plus what's the difference between an empire biscuit and a Belgian biscuit? I always thought they were Belgian biscuits.
0: I have no idea. No, nah, me neither. We need somebody to Mind Google. You, it. If, we're, if, we're not, if you're talking cakes and I, uh, would Do you care what a Devon Slice is? Yes, delicious so, Aye, apart from being delicious mm. Apparently no no idea ken that as a Devon Slice well, What do people call it? I can't of mind, but just when you were on about it That's something I've asked for before and had funny looks uh, Devon slices, is the bomb
1: Oh, I love them
0: Pig's ear as well
1: Love a pig's ear Anyway <laughs> Sour's lug Sour's lug <laughs> What else is people eating? Uh, I've, that was the one thing that caught my eye the Empire no. Biscuit
0: somebody went to Clarke's for a, a teak of pie and it wasn't as good as normal well they need to get going to, to where we got these in aye it was very good but thank you very much to Lisa and Johnny uh, for packing pairs, check out Prep to Perfection as well and like I say they'll be hopeful up and running when they get moved in their premises end of this month starting next month but I uh, appreciate Johnny getting in touch and Lisa and uh, providing us with some scrandis League action for the stay at home period obviously you got to eat them during the game I had them last night when I got in for the game <laughs> And they were still delightful uh, Right, Hamilton on Saturday They lost 2-1 to Kilmarnock uh, On Saturday past Liam Smith hoping to be back as well It's a stuffy place to go It's not a nice place to go when there is when there is fans Is so that you slating Hamilton again? No, okay. I'm just saying it's a stuffy place to go Okay, And uh, I think if we had fans We'd probably take up half the ground Yeah, Going, going there but the win on Saturday for us is a massive boost mm-hmm. given the
1: run we've been on.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I would say so. And uh, we still definitely need to look to go there to avoid defeat because the, like my own target or my own hopes before yesterday's game was seven points from the next three games. Uh, so that's obviously including no defeats in, in that hope. Uh, but I, th- I think they, they got beat yesterday. The only thing is it's, it's the old... Excuse that we're never like mentioning it's it is the plastic pitch, uh, but the, our tail should be up, especially after the second half performance at the weekend. There we played very well. We can play very well. Some of the one touch football that you would think would be suited to uh, a plastic pitch uh, it was of a high standard. So we go there. We go there and in, in, in quite high spirits. There's a lot of hope. I wouldn't say I would expect the three points, but certainly go. Thinking that we can, we're more than good enough to get them.
0: Their home record this season: they lost one 0 to Ross County, lost one 0 to uh, Saint Mirren, and lost two 0 to the Rangers.
1: Well, so my, my expectations have, have just went through the roof. <laughs> Anything other than three points, and I will be waiting at the gates,
0: tiring nice on them coming back. And uh, we briefly mentioned, and you said he would go right back in. But if Liam Smith does mm-hmm. come back, it gives a more natural balance to the defence.
1: Yeah, yeah And I know I said I would put him straight back in But I was emotional over well, speaking about a win uh, Like he's never going to be match fit, is he? He's never going to be match fit No And I, I can't imagine the manager Just th- simply throwing him back so in So you're the now 50-50? End. Nah, I'd probably start him on the bench Ah, okay But but when everybody's fit And when everybody's match fit He's
0: he's my right back Any memories? Any good memories of going to Hamlin I've only got the playoff And I hated every single minute of that Eh, uh, Oh
1: you're Going back years when it was the old Douglas Park, uh, when we won, I think we won 5-0 at one game. I was really young, like, uh, I think it was maybe even a Scottish Cup. Is that in the 70s? Uh, cheeky bastard, it was in uh, the 60s. <laughs> no, I can't remember when it was, it must have been the 90s, it must have been the 90s or the late 80s. Uh, and bizarrely, like, I'm pretty sure it was a cup game, pretty sure we won 5-0. And the thing I remember is that my mum. Made homemade donuts and we took them through Ring Donuts. Oh, they were the best Ring Donuts ever, basically. I couldn't think of a better word than ever there, but they were just just a delight. So, my memories of Hamlet are fairly fond. So, I'm sticking up for the place again as I did during the week on social media <laughs> because of you <laughs> I didn't bad mouthing. and bad mouthing. costed me yeah. a cheesecake.
0: Well, not really, but listen, uh, Lee has now got our Toad Fox tote bag and I mm. lose.
1: Amazing. it does look good. It does look good. You know. can't, can't wait to get a cheesecake put in it and brought <laughs> <throw> it
0: through. Delivered <laughs> back. Um <laughs> so we, we go to Hamlin next week. Uh do we go there with some new signings? You know, the rumor mill, it's three signings, a forward, a midfielder, and a left winger. Mm-hmm. Uh Mark McNulty's a hundred percent on the list, depending which group chat or uh Twitter pages that you follow mm-hmm. uh, he is a striker player up here with uh, Hibbs on loan he started at Livingston he's basically down sat in his at Reading at the moment in the uh, the championship down south and um, we can probably expect movement in and out you mm-hmm. know because, because we're naming nine substitutes and we mentioned there you look at the substitute bench on Saturday those nine players could have come on but you've still got Mark Connolly injured Chris Mockrey known the squad couple- Adam, Adam King Adam King Forgotten man child, I think he might have got a knock During the week Because he was hobbling And I saw him mm. Basically <laughs> Walking across Standy Street um, But you've still got a couple So if you bring in three Even with the nine subs Yeah You probably are Maybe looking to move A couple out An interesting thing Someone raised on uh, Twitter Last night Saturday night Was Loaning players Loaning them to Championship clubs Who aren't testing At the mm. moment yeah, how is that going to work? Yeah, that's that's an interesting one, especially part-time teams. There's no mm-hmm. bubble. you do done deal, have a bubble, and Vanessa bubble, done one, bubble. But yeah. you know, you're still going to, unless you're going to a team like that, possibly mm-hmm. because that's you would train full time with them and and whatever else. But that that is an interesting one. Uh, if they are going out, I wouldn't like to see us put young players out. Just for the sake of it, when there's those doubts. But yeah, it might have changed But then. We, we don't know. We are certainly not health professionals, given the mm-hmm. what we've just scrammed uh, there. But three, three players, three signings, a forward, a midfield, and a left winger, without going over it. It's positions we've said we've known. I still think, even though how well Adrian did, I think we still need another player that can play out there naturally as well. You know. yeah, possibly, possibly. Uh, but name-wise,
1: I've only ever, I've only saw McNulty. I haven't seen any other names being linked with it at all. So uh, I'm fairly relaxed about it. I know the group chat that we're in. Certainly, uh, I will out Martin as the group chat warrior when it comes to United. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm just sitting back, see what happens, see what transpires over the next, and it might not even be this week because there's still a few weeks left of the window. Uh, I think so. when we get somebody in we'll get somebody in
0: and you you haven't mentioned this but uh, did you spill any of your pie down a very smart looking new top that you had on
1: I I absolutely did not no but I was uh, I was happy to get my new top yesterday
0: but uh, what else did you pick up (laughs) I picked up
1: uh, um, I spent a bloody small fortune because I had to my old man had bought uh, my young lad Leo his home top this season with name and number which is another bloody story in itself so when I was there in the queue and I was in the, I was outside in the queue because they've got the the only two customers rule in the shop so I was outside for Christ it must have been about 20 minutes like it felt like forever and uh, went in the shop and obviously it's like it's like me in a sweetie shop when Leo goes in the United shop he just he's wanted a bit a hand so I ended up I come out with a pair of truckies for myself <laughs> uh, the home top for myself which I'll get to in a minute And the home strip and the away strip for Leo. He couldn't get a name on the back because every year I've always got Leo and whatever age he is. So he didn't have to be big to get Leo on the back of his top. It fits on most taps. But he's wanting McNichol 17 this year. I I, I quite like the number 17, uh, but. I don't know can he's one and seventeen. So. Right, okay. so they didn't have enough C's or something. So the W C maybe no. I wasn't the first about the W C. No, that particular about my name. But the uh, the home top that I got, I I I felt like a complete and utter dick going up to the counter and saying, uh, "Any chance of getting my my home top as well?" Or oh, did you pre-order it? Mm, nah, no, not really. Uh well it's only pre-orders were, were uh were then just now I was like uh no, it was uh, it was kinda promised to me that I would get a free home top on the back of like that silly wee walk you to Edinburgh. I, I felt like I, I I hated myself, but I got a tab out of it, so <laughs> I did. was absolutely delighted. And they couldn't have been any nicer. They were like, Oh yeah, 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 it's just just back here. I was like, Thank you very much, but that was horrendously awkward. Mm. So uh yeah, I had to I had to pull that card. Aye. Unfortunately, but tops are lovely
0: tops and, are absolutely and lovely. obviously not being a small Italian muscle bound man it's, uh, no. the sizing's fun isn't it the sizing's bizarre <laughs> it's absolutely bizarre
1: so my last season I'm sure it's an XL I've got last, I'm now a 3XL now don't don't be looking at me up and down like that Rondo It's uh, I get that I kind of walk past a biscuit these days due to working from home and everything from home but I've no put that much weight on that requires to go up a couple of XLs. But that's just the way the sizing is in these things. But it's a lovely shirt. It's very well made. Nice material. Uh, the badge is a wee bit uh, different. It's like a, a rubbery to feel to it. It's, it's no stitched effort or not. It's did you, strange.
0: Did you pretend to rub the badge or did you rub your nipple? I, rub had rub a ni- I had a
1: itch. I had a <laughs> itch of my,
0: that. my pick. <laughs> Creepy. Uh the sizing is bizarre. Very, very bizarre. A lot yeah. of people have said that though. Yeah. Just the way, you know Because 'cause we're not small muscle an Italian men. Um but hey, it's good that people are starting to see the tops. Mm-hmm. And the more I see the purple, the more I'm loving it. But no, you're still not happy. Oh, I'm the opposite.
1: The more I see I, I wasn't a fan of it, and the more I see it, I'm like, why the hell I love like, it. signed off on that? I think it looks class. Leo loved it as well. Mm. Leo loved it as well. But is he is he full kit? Oh, of course, line, of okay. course yeah. The old man even got one. The old man got oh, a full kit. No, See if I see him no, walking about in a full kit. See if I see walking about in a full kit. It's been daubed right writing. <laughs> right on the phone to somebody. No, he's uh, he, he got uh, the home top. looks looks great. looks great on him. Mm. Looks great on him. So, uh, but he's, he was talking about. I might get a number for my age. I was like, Dad, uh, uh, dinner, okay. No, I'm not getting into this. But dinner, just just leave it as it is. It's nice. <laughs> You look good being called JF Keggs We
0: know number. <laughs> <laughs> the way you're saying that, I thought I thought it was because he had a questionable number, like it was going to be no, no quite high sixties, no, quite seventies. No no,
1: no, no, it would be sixty. I think he's got. He had one when he was forty. He's got a, a, an Aldi United tap with fifty what on it. And you getting in? He
0: needs to get no, it. Needs to I, get
1: no, it. Needs to old. get it. The tap doesn't need it. It's a nice tap. Just just
0: done <laughs> a date, Dad. Okay, please. <laughs> I uh, I was the recipient this week of a Dundee United gile for uh, work purposes, obviously, and be uh, cold up there. Yes, and uh, because it was quite nice yesterday, I didn't even head on. Good mm. naps, too hot, uh, but very very nice. It's it's the first bit of, bit of gear that sounds weird uh, uniform that mm. I've had Unif- doing this uniform. And I don't know what else to call it. Uh, right, prick. But, but where these sizes come in because I got a zip up top as well, mm-hmm. which wasn't quite the same size of the Gile and got a mm-hmm. t shirt that wasn't the quite the same size of either of them, yeah. and uh, you can put it down to lockdown pounds, you can put it down to holiday weight. I'll just tell you the two of them didn't fit. None of them fit. The the two tops didn't fit, and well they do. Just didn't fit you. Correct. <laughs> I mean. I mean, sorry if you're eating right now, but my nipples were sh- were, were were pinging. In it. it wasn't a good look. Oh, so sweet lord. Uh, so the club are hearing this for the first time. For the first time. Uh, but the gilet is beautiful. It is beautiful. I've been cutting a bit wearing it, just that, in <laughs> house, and uh, it's been great. So uh, thank you very much uh, to the club for. Sort of me with that and we'll try our best to get in the t-shirt and the zoto by the end of season twenty fifteen <laughs> 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 or see what else comes available. But uh but that was a right laugh. Uh, a right laugh. Um but yes, yeah, so you're you're uh, you're taking aback by the new top, the quality, the fit, oh, yeah. all that it's, kind it's of
1: stuff. It's a really nice top. And I know that there's I know there's a lot of people uh with legitimate grievances that they've ordered it however many weeks ago and they've still no got it yet. Uh and I, I mean I'm not going to sit here and defend the reason it's taken so long I don't know the reason it's taken so long It's unfortunate uh, But all I can say is I'm just, I'm just grateful that I, I've got mine And that uh, the, the club were good enough to, to gift me uh, mm. One of the things that you class as uniform
0: Indeed I'm not cutting about in the strip
1: <laughs> Yet
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: you, might, you might be in of these three exciting sign-ins that they're talking about <laughs> They
0: are. That what model, no footballer anymore. <laughs> Seen that slow-mo. Um, the United Futures Lottery jackpot is £2,000 this Friday. And the Elite 50-50 match, ty- match day draw numbers on Saturday were 103445, which wins 145 quid, And ticket number 103580 will win yourself £57. You can sign up and get details. UnitedLottery.co.uk All the proceeds go to support... Our academy. So I think it's important that we give that a mention. But United Futures lottery hasn't been won again. The jackpot was £2,000 this Friday. And the elite 50 50 match day draw numbers on Saturday were £103445, which wins £145, and £103580, which wins £57. Here's a segue Gareth Bale, uh, going back to Spurs, just poses the very simple and straightforward question uh, Who would you have back? and why now before you shout Eamon Bannon at us or Paul Sturrock they have to be playing currently that is my one rule to you if you're listening still to this debacle at Fox Podcast let us know who you would like to have but Paul which player would you have back and why Uh, of the current players
1: I would probably go GMS because he was super exciting to watch he was uh, very good for us, and he was the sort of guy that, like, that's what you want to pay money to see on a football pitch—the things that he was able to do. So that's who I would choose.
0: Okay, uh, I am kind of torn between Stuart Armstrong and Ryan Gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gold, younger. Mm-hmm. Mm, for the type of player that I think we we would, I would like to see us. Yeah, it's a good think shot. We need because Mickey knows better than I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think just a, I would that's what I would like to see um, Rumour well by the way we mentioned the GMS and Johnny Russell got through a bit the other day we did put in the rumour mill because we thought it was a wee bit ridiculous even for us yeah but I mean you wouldn't say no but uh, I, no, think, but I these, think Johnny these... told us he's probably going to stay out there for another year yeah least. and he's earning
1: big money as well uh, I can't I just can't see any of them coming off but I can't see we're being in for them anyway in the first place never mind coming off no. Uh, but you'd have uh, GMS yeah probably probably yeah well mad nads even though he's going up the road well there's there's a there's a you know a massive team in for him now
0: what would you think of that what, what, what would you think of that if he, if he ended up up the road I mean I'd laugh but yeah uh,
1: I don't want him to go there but that's just because like, I, I quite like the big guy you know he's big mad crazy loon of a footballer but uh if he ends up there he ends up there I, I'm, no, I'm no one of these people that would love him to come back because I think that the the culture of the club back then I think it was maybe I don't know maybe more relaxed off the field I think he maybe excelled because of that you know he was I think he speaks very very highly of Jackie McNamara like he was a, a second father to him you know that's probably because he, he kind of got away with a lot of stuff he just he was allowed to do his own thing but i haven't spoken to anybody that played alongside him uh, in particular john rankin he said this, this boy was just mad you know he was great he was absolutely brilliant but you can you can't even travel on a way again we, we're wrap up the bus <laughs> and i don't know if kind of, that's going to look great on our swanky new bus or no so i wouldn't be i wouldn't be for him coming back but when he was here i absolutely loved him and all his madness
0: yes Oh, with that in mind, it's time to play our fabulous
1: play along game. Can I just say, I don't know if who it's fabulous. Uh, sleepless nights.
0: So, what? Co- what? First, though, what comments have you had for you last week?
1: Uh, Miss people got it on the third guest, which uh, I, I can't believe. I honestly, thought nobody's going to remember David Burridge. <laughs> Could you remember your final clue? Yes, it rhymes with Craved Carnage. My my brother Steve over in Finland, he thought that was a great
0: clue. By the way. <laughs> but he wouldn't have needed it either he might have <laughs> no i i did say to you that i i've written two down because I, I like to plan ahead in case you forget mm-hmm. um so w- would you like option a or option b Nah, because i'm i'm probably going to
1: not even guess it anyway so, so we'll
0: just run with the first one that i've got round let's out. do it right if you're playing it. along be sure to tweet us how soon you got it, and how many points you get, and how much, As better, always, how much better you are at it than me. You got on uh, the first clue, you get five points, second clue, four points, third clue, three points, uh, fourth clue, two points. And if you have to wait until the last clue, you do get a point. But what are points make? Nothing. Um, so, who am I? Signed on October the 30th, 1987. Oh. For a hundred thousand pounds. Now the rules are we have to have seen this player. Maxu. Correct. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Good yeah. You. And he shoots straight to the top of the league <laughs> Correct. Maxu, but a line on. Uh, Superb. I bet it's ruined your game. So we'll forget that hunt Here's the other clues. He was he was uh, born February the third, nineteen sixty seven. 173 appearances, 47 goals. So I think if you're hunting it there, you, you know it's a striker. Yeah. Ken okay, roughly yeah. decent goal. Uh, I'm sold. Uh, when he joined, I like this clue, and I actually never knew this at the time, right? When he joined... Did I saw No. He was a 20-year-old unknown, initially on a part-time contract, mm-hmm. scored on his first team debut against St Mirren, and Quickly established himself as a first team regular for his bustling style, which made him a fans' favourite. And then the striker won over 70 caps for his currently scoring 18 goals, although still playing regularly out in the left wing during the 91 92 season. In March 92, he was sold to Aberdeen Aberdeen, for 400. Thousand pounds, so uh, well, that's been a waste of time this week,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, up, yeah.
0: so everyone can play along and win. So, Paul goes to the top of the leaderboard with six points to my three. So, you have to remember right one next week well, and make the... sure. I mean, I gave you the answer that first clue. I mean, that, that's mm. a total giveaway. Who that was. <laughs> How did you get
1: Mixu? I can, I can remember him coming in after the youth cup final. For some reason It just sticks in my mind mm. And like We've no cheated here I've not no cheated Because no. you've got it in your notes And I don't have access to that mm. That was just uh, A lucky shot in the dark really But I'm delighted with myself I was dreading that I hate this part of the, the podcast now Hate it Knew I should have went for the very
3: Knew
0: that <it. sighs> So uh, Apologies to Paul For Paul ruining your Monday <laughs> And you can't play along and laugh how dafty has been at times okay. anyway uh that was quick That's what she said uh pre-orders for the dode fox podcast shop uh open again today at 10 a.m mm-hmm. if you are uh, wanting to get yourself some dode fox podcast merchandise depending on where you're listening to this of course uh in the shop the logo t-shirts and hoodies will be available for pre-order uh, we have uh, a new mug featuring Brian Welsh and his quote mm-hmm. of uh, no, no, if he's going for a shite or a haircut, which looks excellent and has the big man's approval as well. Yes. Which which we're quite happy about. He's, he was quite happy for that and had a wee laugh about it. Uh, so that is on sale. Uh, the Dode Fox podcast water bottle, which you have already Got yourself mm-hmm, because yeah. Leo ambushed my house after the shop yesterday. Correct. And got his. Correct. Um and he's away with it, isn't he? Yes, he was using it. He's uh, he's part of football all day, Loves it. Absolutely loves it. Good. And you could love it too. Uh, so that's available as well. And uh we we may have a t shirt featuring a cult hero. Mm. Cult? <laughs> Yes. 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 Yeah we'll cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah. okay. Uh, and some other bits and bobs as well. Uh you can pre order the snoods and and stuff. Uh, and uh, thank you very much to everyone who has continued to order. Uh, we've got m- majority of orders. I think there's only two orders, uh, because I may have smashed another pint glass uh, <laughs> while trying to pack it. So uh, they're almost uh, all out as well. But thank you very much to everyone. So uh, 10 o'clock this morning, Dodefoxpodcast.com, and you can get your pre orders in for uh, most of the t-shirts and the hoodies and we'll get them to you. And uh, mugs and all that kind of stuff are there as well. Uh, the following round about it, we'll get some, uh, we might get some autumn cold stuff that you might need, like a beanie. Uh, and then uh, well I don't know let's get a Christmas jumper who knows let's do it good Uh, it's doorfoxpodcast.com right final part of the day on this day in association with the Arab Archive preserving the history of Dundee United Football Club since 2006 only two games and one signing to Tell you about today. We begin in 2004. United manager Ian McCall made three personnel changes for the CIS Cup match against First Division High Flyers Clyde. A change of goalkeepers enforced. Lars Hitchfeld made his first competitive start ahead of Tony Bullock. Uh, who broke a collarbone during the defeat to Motherwell at the weekend. Also started with Stuart Duff at right back, which allowed Mark Wilson to move into a more central midfield position and Andy McLaren, who had been given a chance to impress in place of the unavailable James Grady. Visitors Clyde would have viewed the fixture as an opportunity to compare themselves against the SBL opposition with promotion to the top flight their top priority this season. But first half goals from Agent McIntyre (laughs) and Barry Robson had us in control at the break before Grant Brebner Scored the third And Mark Wilson completed the scoring From the penalty spot As we progressed Into the fourth round Of the League Cup The first name there Lars Hitchfeld mm. Don't remember much about him And I don't think he was very good Lars Ersfeld He wasn't very good at all no. mm. uh, Stuart Duff We've not really mentioned on here I think he, he played a fair amount of games For us didn't he? he well that's then next I'm going to, to pick another
1: player now Cheers for a run Yes Could have been a, who am I you got, you got six points for that I haven't even wrote the quiz yet
0: <laughs> Correct <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Yeah it's a player we haven't met, mentioned on, on much things But seemed to play kind of anywhere he was needed Yeah Full back or midfield yeah, yeah, or
1: whatever Master of nothing But competent
0: at most I would say I would think so to 2014 it was the scene of United's best performance of the season thus far which ensured a comfortable win over their near neighbours in the first derby match of the season uh, Mario Bellatti stepped up when the a apparently made it 1-0 and although dominant there were few clear opportunities for United in the remainder of the half and Dundee were near non-existent as an attacking force standard with United playing towards the sellout away end of the second half the game became somewhat of a procession a mix up in the Dundee defence allowed John Rankin to nick the ball and play on Ryan Dow who patiently worked his way to goal before finding sufficient space to slide the ball low into the bottom left corner to double United's lead shortly afterwards a Payton free kick was headed home by Carl Morris for his first goal for the club then from an almost identical position Payton supplied another free kick which was nodded home by Keith Watson at the far post to complete the route in the dying minutes Dundee's Conrad was ordered off And the home side Notched a consolation goal From Greg Stewart Dundee won United 4 Lovely Great day great Only day. It's the same with the, Some of the other derbies Just losing that late goal Is it It's just a wee pisser But Was it not a
1: shite goal, goal as
0: well Did the keeper no matter Probably. Probably. <laughs> mm. Probably I remember Balaty Taking the penalty I remember that I don't think I remember The second goal Balaty was uh, popular Amongst these
1: Uh yeah, yeah, he was a, he was a popular man. other yeah. half of the city.
0: Yeah, but a great win. I mean, what you know? We witnessed it last season, winning six two in in August. Because mm-hmm. the first thing you done when you were in the same day is find out when the first derby is. Mm-hmm. Is it at home? Is it away? But to go to Dens that early in the season and and go and really put a marker down, winning four one. Good memories of that day, result aside, but good atmosphere Gosh. always in that way, end. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I've said it before. I
1: prefer the derbies at Dens uh, rather than Tannadice. Although, having said that last season, because we had three sides, that was special. But uh, yeah, I always love going to Dens. Mm.
0: Memories of there are
1: fantastic.
0: And uh, on this day, 1998, one of the best deals United ever done, in my opinion. Uh, Billy Dodds joined United in exchange for Robbie Winters and about £700,000 mm-hmm. uh, he spent two seasons before leaving for £1.3 and in that time he made 55 appearances scoring 27 goals and returned during the 2002-2003 season in the deal that saw Stephen Thompson join the Zombies and in total <laughs> he made 132 appearances scoring 41 goals I think we'll always talk of the first time Dodds he was there yes uh, but a great start, and he scored a hat trick against Johnson. First second game. game.
1: Second game. Yeah, I'm sure. I can't remember if he started or if he was on the bench the first game at home midweek, and then the, the second, his second match might have been his first start, and it was a hat trick. Yeah, and he was he was brilliant the first time around, and we fell to pieces when we sold him. Yes, <laughs> that's the main takeaway for Billy Dodds. Time.
0: The thing is, there you know, 1.3 million. It's a lot of money.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but you kind of knew he wasn't going to get much game time. I, I mean, I, I did not know his his record through Ibrox, but I did not think he played that much, did he? Nah. But he was a. That was his team. He probably made a hell of a lot of money moving through there. It was closer to his home. You know, win win perfect for us for the rest of the season. It was yeah. lose lose lose.
0: Yes, yeah, it wasn't great, but mm. yeah, he was a good player. Obviously, when players come that have been up the road as well. Uh, but I don't remember any kind of outrage about that, and especially when he started so well. You know, but was, he was a good player.
1: Yeah, I wasn't uh, happy when we went for him because I was what? What year was that? 98? Mm. I was waiting to say I was young and foolish, so I was twenty-one. <laughs> but I was uh, I was still stuck in my ways, thinking, "Nah, he's played for Dundee. Nah, he's a rat. Don't want him anywhere near my beloved Tanadice unless he's in the opposition team." But uh, he proved me wrong, and he shot my boss
0: he did indeed mm. he did indeed just like you did on Hoya, Who Am I correct anyway uh, that is it from us thank you very much to Tommy Mackay for being our guest top stuff and uh, taking us through what United means to him and how the season's been looking, and obviously some really nice stories from him as well we are away to Hamilton Next week, how do you think we'll get on? You can let us know on social media. We are at Door Podcast. Do have a great week and pre orders. And uh, you can can continue to order stuff that is in stock from the podcast shop that's www.doorfoxpodcast.com. Have a great week. Stay safe. Do remember, wash your hands and your asshole.